What's up, everyone? Welcome to an all-new and very exclusive episode. This is Unbuckled Chinstrap, and this is also Paul Rabel. And I welcome my brother, who's the co-founder and CEO of the PLL, Mike Rabel. And we're going to talk to you about the news that just hit the wire today, which is we have solved for a semblance of our 2020 season by creating the PLL Championship Series. It's a very exciting time to be a lacrosse player, a lacrosse fan, a sports fan, uh, because even beyond what we have created and what we're going to talk about on the show briefly uh, with you today is that we have unlocked a model that we believe other leagues can replicate should they have the ability to do so. And that is it's a fully quarantined tournament with the appropriate medical protocol for the health and safety of our players at the forefront of it. Um, and then a compact season that's going to simulate more of an Olympic play or a World Cup or if you're a lacrosse fan, the World Championship. So uh, you've seen it. We're going to talk about it. And this is Mike. And this is all off the cuff. What's up, man? What's going on, man? Big day today. Big day. Long day. Yeah. But yeah, exciting day. That's right. You are, uh, you're sitting in or nearby your beach in... Hermosa, and I'm up in Marina, and I'm watching you on the Google Hangout, and you uh, you look slightly fatigued, but um, I wouldn't expect anything less. Yeah, you know, you put you put everything you have uh, into the days, and you know, it's seven thirty now on the uh, on the West Coast, but our East Coast team's still probably working, so yeah. I have nothing to complain about. You know, the uh, those folks on the East Coast work work uh, probably harder than us, but uh, it, it's been exciting to be here. So. Um, you know, it's been a lot of work. It feels like we had to rebuild a league in, uh, in, inside of two months, which a lot of times is, uh, you know, when you have to rebuild your business, it, it'll make it stronger for the future. But essentially we had to rebuild from the ground up and, you know, we're really excited about what we came up with. We think it's going to provide, um, and an unprecedented amount of access to the PLL and to our players. Um, and it's exactly what fans have been looking for, I think, through this through these uh, unique times. Yeah, there's a couple of things I want to uh, talk about with you. The first is, you know, there's one point when we were building this out in April where we were talking and I was like, you know, honestly, this outcome, if we're able to pull this out, had, had it been presented to you and I back in 2017 and we were building the league as a scenario, like an, an or to our regular season that we rolled out in our inaugural year last year, we would have thought hard about it. Now, certainly it doesn't um, project the longevity that pro sports, pro team sports seasons have. But when you talk about a, a, a sport and a league that's still very much competing for market share of, of a sports fan and attention of sponsors and network distribution, to get this level of concentration on television and this amount of high-level play uh, across 15 days and then kind of the, the anticipation and suspension that you're given the payoff almost immediately with a champion, that's what you get with the masters and that's what you get with the world cup. And that's what you get with March madness. And so, um, you know, I, I tend to, to, to lean towards the silver lining in this because of course I would love to play a full season and be with my teammates for four months, but there's going to be some positives here. And, uh, and we kind of sat back Has that hit you. You still feel the same way. Definitely. I mean, you know, it was, uh, 
when this happened, it's not like we've ever experienced a, a pandemic before in our, in our, in our working careers, right? Neither you nor I have ever done that. And so, you know, I remember being on the plane uh, out of New York, it was March 12th, and you and I were going back and forth on like several different Google Docs. You had one you were building of all different scenarios. I started doing all the financial planning with our COO and, and I was just like, all right, all the different scenarios, what's it going to be? Because we didn't know what was going to happen in this environment. Um, and so the last scenario, which we thought was the most unlikely, was this quarantined tournament without fans. Yeah. We're like, yeah, it's not going to happen. That's not going to, that's probably not going to happen. Let's not worry about that. It's just going to be a late start date. It's going to be a late start date. And, you know, uh, unfortunately, you know, there hasn't been enough clarity um, uh, in, in the, in the, in the, during this crisis to, to, to get fans back in, in, in seats. And so in a safe way and keep our players and staff safe throughout the, the four months of the season. So we sort of pivoted beginning of April and started really just running hard on creating this model uh, that is still going to allow us to take advantage of an opportunity, uh, especially the the vacancy that was left by the Olympics postponing yeah. to 2021. So, I mean, I think a lot about it, making the analogy to, you know, aggressive businesses when they, you know, go through a recession, are they going to pounce on opportunities and take risks? And that's what we did. There was a, there's opportunity in these windows and we are making the investment uh, to put professional lacrosse in those windows and give fans 15 days of the best players in the world on a big stage crowned for a championship in, in 2020. And most people, most leagues aren't agile enough to pull that off. And, you know, so I'm just really proud of the team and, and everyone for thinking creatively to get something done. Yeah, there was a, there was a point probably in the second week of April where uh, the PLL, the NBA, the NHL, Major League Soccer, Major League Baseball, and now the NFL started all looking at each other and go, well, if the foregone conclusion is that there will be fanless games, if there can be fanless games even, then what's the difference between the fan at risk attending these stadiums and kind of circulating in the environment and players? And that's when we immediately started shifting to really a, an only outcome if we can make this work is a quarantine tournament because the fans are at risk for the same reasons that a players would, would be leaving their home or leaving the hotel, going to practice facility, practice facility back home, the grocery store, back to the, the game facility. And so the thing about this virus is as soon as there is a, a positive test, just like what happened in the NBA two months ago, then you have to postpone or cancel the season. So yep. all of us kind of at, you know, square one, looking at possible outcome for us, it became clear that we one could do this because we had fewer teams than the NBA, which is more than 30. And so they're trying to figure out ways that they can, you know, parse out their teams into conferences or sub conferences and get to a playoff, but it's just far more tricky. So the advantage often comes in, in these times too, to those who are most agile and nimble. Uh, so I feel, I feel proud about, um, the way that we have approached this and the way that our, our team and our executives are being able to divide and conquer because there's a lot of work. There's a lot to do, especially like I said at the beginning, when, when we have to completely restructure uh, a season and essentially we had uh, Q1 uh, uh, goals that we were trying to make and, and achieve and the team was doing a great job um, crossing those goals off their list. And um all of a sudden we have to change and create new goals, right? Uh, based on a completely new season. 
So it was, uh, it's challenging to do that in a, in a systematic way. It's challenging to do it in a thoughtful way um, that still provides uh, this, this product that we've, that we've been really excited to put out. Um, and uh, I think, you know, the credit goes to the team. There's been a long, there's been a lot of long nights that everyone's uh, had to put into this and it's not any different than the other league, but I think that for me, I was most surprised about a lot of our uh, colleagues um, sort of stepping up to the challenge. You know, one of our values is persevere through the noise. Um, while we wouldn't call this noise, it does take a big uh, uh, amount of, or a large amount of perseverance to get through this. So, um, you know, completely restructuring your organization, changing your KPIs um, uh, takes a, takes a, a lot of resilience and, you know, the team was able to do that. So, um, we're just excited to sort of now have a direction to be able to talk about that, to be able to communicate that, to be able to work towards that, um, and have it be something that we're proud of. Um, and we think that is going to be very advantageous, um, for the league. Yeah. Do you have any examples of, uh, players or coaches coming to you during these times and expressing, um, you know, their, their kind of, uh, interest and willingness to help and support. And I'll give you mine first. So, uh, Kevin Einerstein and Jake Richard, both Atlas players have said, uh, in, in different ways, and I'll paraphrase, but along the lines of, I am so excited for this. This could be huge for our sport. Please let me know how I can be helpful. And I think that yeah. this shows that the type of people that even beyond our front office are involved. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Um, you know, we had a, uh, we had a player town hall a couple of days ago where, um, we were kind of updating all the players on, on the opportunity and, and what we were planning to do with the season. Um, and you never really know how it's going to go, um, because everyone's in a different situation, but the amount of texts I received from players, um, you know, Trevor Baptiste sent me a text, Will Manny, uh, Matt McMahon, uh, and, you know, getting emails from the coaches. We had a coach town hall, uh, earlier that morning as well. Um, you know, I got a coach, I got a, an email from Nat St. Laurent and said, Hey, I know you guys are under a ton of stress. I have an ex- a little bit of extra bandwidth. What can I do to help? I'm just here to help, like give me anything and I'm willing to run it down. Um, you know, it just goes to show kind of, we're all in it together and, you know, they realize with us out having to say kind of, you know, us taking this risk is, um, is what they wanted obviously and what we wanted, but it's, it's definitely still something that is unproven. And so, um, you know, while we're excited about it, you know, it's the, we're the first league to build a quarantined, uh, a tournament that's going to be, uh, live on broadcast television. And so I think, uh, the excitement about it, and, and then they know how hard, uh, we're all going to have to prepare for this, um, got them, made them put them in a, in a pretty, uh, grateful, grateful place. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll wrap with this and, uh, because this, this podcast and all of our podcasts, PLO are brought to you. Uh, by Ticketmaster, who is our official ticketing partner and presented by sponsor of the league. And this will be the PLL Championship Series powered by Ticketmaster. Mike and I have had a lot of conversations around um, changing the discussion this May and June as we head into the Championship Series to give appreciation to brands that support lacrosse. And it's basically thanking companies that that help us and help all of you and whatever um, you know, age group or, or form of lacrosse you're participating in. And obviously Ticketmaster as, as a functional um, component to our league and, and also they invest in the marketing and, uh, and, and help us amplify our message across their suite of assets. 
Um, so thank you to Ticketmaster. And then there are groups like you're wearing your Adidas hat. There's Vineyard Vines as a supporter. Uts came in, came in for National Cheese Day and Pretzel Day. And, um, you know, our talent leading with RJ and our players got in. Bose is working with us. Chipotle is working with us. We have all of the endemics from STX to Cascade to Maverick to Epic to East Coast Dyes to Wolf. Um, and there's just an extensive list of of groups that um, that drive value to the PLL and make this work. So wanted to give a shout out to them and um, give you the final word. Yeah, I mean, Gatorade always keeps me hydrated. <laughs> there, you, there you are drinking your Gatorade. Uh, so uh, throughout, throughout, whether it's a, a, an at-home trick shot special or a podcast, <laughs> I, always have, uh, I always have Gatorade with me to keep me keep me hydrated. We have two more sponsors um, that we're going to unveil next week, but we can't say that now. A couple more um, that we have. And, and, you know, I think that that to me sort of embodies just the general environment is that people are locking arms during this time. Um, and, and, you know, you're, you're never really sure what's going to happen when you uh, go through an adjustment in your season. Um, while we think this is incredibly exciting for the sport and will garner more eyeballs than ever before. Um, you just, you never know how your partners are going to react. And our partners have put their arms around us and said, we're really excited about this. And we're with you since we've been with you since day one, but, uh, we love the ingenuity here. Um, and, and how do we get more involved? And so there's a lot of things that we're going to be doing in the broadcast that are innovative. You know, we, we did a lot of new things in our broadcast in 2019, and this is another opportunity for us to bring that broadcast to life and make people feel like they're under the helmet with our players or they're on the field again. Um, and so, you know, our partners are, are excited to be behind that with us. And, um, you know, I'm just excited to see these guys play again. I know that how hard they've been working from home, all the different creativity, a lot of the players have had to undertake to stay in shape, um, and the sacrifices they're making, uh, to, to make sure that they're able to, to play in, in this season. I'm just excited to see them get out there. I, I still think about, you know, the championship game and being on the field with those guys and, all the work that the whip snakes and the redwoods put into that. Um, and I know there's a lot of other guys who want to be back on that pedestal and all other teams who are chomping at the bit. So I'm excited for us to have a path forward and, and make sure that, uh, uh, there's a, there's lacrosse, there's a professional lacrosse in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate that. And hopefully Atlas are there in, in the championship game. That's what, that's what I'm training for. There you go, um, man. Two, two more that, that I, I'd be remiss not to mention, but another entrepreneur in lacrosse, James McKelly and Epic as well as Capital One, who's our, our small business banking partner. Um, and, uh, and, I'll, and I'll make one more ask of all of you out there, because lacrosse fans uh, are everywhere. And um, during this moment, this summer, unfortunately, youth lacrosse has been postponed or canceled. Or, uh, and, and college lacrosse, we have you know, learned to move on with our lives without. Um, and what we're investing in and betting on is viewers and lacrosse fans tuning in to our games that begin on July 25th on the NBC Family of Networks. So you'll be hearing from us, obviously, on this show and across other mediums. But as much as we're thanking our partners and thanking our players and our coaches and our front office for putting in an exorbitant amount of work to get to where we are right now, um, you too will play a role in the success of the sport and this season. So we implore you to uh, to join us in locking arms, as Mike would say, and and uh, mark your calendars too, because July 25th all the way through August 9th, we're going to be on TV. Awesome. Thanks, PR. Cool. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch up with you next week. Mm.